0: what's up everybody welcome to kind of funny games daily for thursday october 20th 2022 i'm one of your hosts greg miller alongside forbes 30 under 30 aka the second best baby blues in san francisco aka the engaged one at tim gettys let
1: tim host greg me and you doing our first kind of funny games daily together in the studio. Yeah. I love that we've had so many firsts you, together Thank in you, our Bear. in our lives, right? Yeah. But I feel like we've had so many back-to-back firsts in the last week because we get to sure. do every show for the first time together here.
0: For the first time
1: and what's great about that, I am you do a lot of shows. We do
0: a lot of shows. We do so a lot of shows.
1: we get Everyone has a different energy, which I've appreciated. You, you don't understand the difference between talking over Discord and talking in person until you actually do it. But on top of that, even the amount of people, like a one-on-one show, I've noticed very different than multiple people, like four people being here. Like an in-review doing She-Hulk felt For very sure. different. Than doing games daily
0: because it was great because I and did it,
1: it crush that. It, that is not the case really when you're over Discord. Everything just does kind of blend. So I'm appreciating this like the differences. What's well, the energy right? It's the life.
0: excitement of being back. I saw some people talking on the subreddit right of like just the energy has been better and you'd expect that because of course we're excited. But then of course, once again we're on a stage performing. Yeah. Which I think immediately brings something else out in me. You know what I mean? Because of course I can get up and I can move at any time.
1: Oh I, God. I like he did it. He kicked high. Just oh. Like that. He jump kicked. It wasn't that high, but it was cool, though.
0: I mean, I did. it. I, first off, you know, I didn't. I, 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 no. <laughs> Barry, go no, back gonna to live, live, yeah. You're going to insult my roundhouse jump kick.
1: I am not going to lie. Very impressed with jump that. Jump kicks. Very impressed with that jump kick. He got off the ground about that much, which for a jump kick, impressive for Greg. It's though. one of those He's things a large man.
0: I'm begging the jujitsu community. To give me a one on one match with Nick. Yeah. Because I don't know the rules of jiu jitsu. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to know them. Mm-hmm. And it can kind of be like what UFC was originally, right? Originally. When Nick comes in in his the gi, dream. I come in with my steel chair and wrestling outfit, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm Van Damme left and right. Yeah. He's not seeing it coming. You know, yeah, he's yeah, going to yeah. say, lay down, take off your shoe. Uh-huh. Not me I When they When UFC I'm, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> I was like Please Get to Tim talking Jesus Christ yeah.
1: I, I'm not fully up to date On the history of UFC And like I know you're referring to Back in the day It was kind of like All the different fighting styles Against yeah. each other That's the point yeah. I don't think that Professional wrestling
0: Counts as a fighting style But I mean that's You know I'm gonna come in With the ECW style You okay. know what I mean okay. Where it's okay. just like Anything goes I'm yeah. new Jack I'm yeah. jumping off the top Of the building I do appreciate Maybe that, I repel in like Sting Nobody
1: knows dude, please do Please do But I uh, I appreciate that you're loud always. That's kind of yeah, your thing. But I love when you started talking about jujitsu. You got louder just in case Nick could hear it out there. Yeah. Because I want him just to come in. And well, do I just want to
0: remind everybody that Nick can hear this. This is on all the TVs out there. And he is what I like to call a colossal coward. Because mm. he won't come in here and take off his shoe. He doesn't want to see the jump kick. He doesn't Imagine want to see that. the jump kick. Where at, they're like at the jiu-jitsu tournament <laughs> in the ring out of the octagon. They ring the bell if they have that. I'm not sure how a fight starts. You know what I mean? I did ride. I, did go, I have watched a lot of UFC because okay. of the games. You know, we used to go out there. And I rode an elevator with that UFC uh, ref once. Big deal. Anyways, imagine though, they ring the bell. The guy says, let's get it on, whatever they do, right? And and Nick comes at me and he's all low. And, and I just spinning around. I <laughs> kick this guy, knock him out. You know what I mean? Yeah. D's on the other side of the cage crying, don't do it, don't do it. I jump over the cage, land on her. <laughs> <It's> like, <"Whoa." laughs> I run, I do a little somersault thing. Again, I'm not as fast as Andy. We understand that. Who's calling me? It's not Nick. It's me to be Nick, you know what I mean? Yeah. But again, the colossal coward Nick Scarpino won't talk to me. Instead, I'll talk to you, ladies and gentlemen, all about Gotham Knights, the new Tales from the Borderlands, both getting review roundups, a bunch of Silent Hill announcements, and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show for free at kindoffunny.com slash kfgd on kindoffunny.com slash kfgd. You can write in with your questions about the day's news. You, of course, can then support us, make the show happen, patreon.com slash kindoffunny. Over on patreon.com slash kindoffunny, you could, for this month of October, go over there, give us a new pledge, upgrade your pledge, and fill in the thermometer that's making a whole bunch of shows. Of course, you'll get an update a week from Friday. On the next stream, we are doing big old stream to celebrate Kind of Funny in the new studio. But, More importantly, on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. You can get each and every episode of the show ad-free. You can watch us record the shows live. Like, usually. P.S. I love you. It's embargoed this week because of God of War. Xcast. It was embargoed this week because of Gotham Knights, but it is live now. Gamescast. You know the thing. Anything we're doing that's a real podcast, it isn't one of these live shows where yak 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 for Games Daily. Mm-hmm. You could watch us record it live. Of course, you could be a producer. You could get your name read. Uh, you could uh, be an executive producer. You could get the uh, the whole uh, premium item this month, which is a big old poster of all of us on the set for the first time. If you went up to the executive producer level, you'd get it signed by everybody. Any producer level, you get it signed. Any producer level, you get a sign. What's the thing? Uh, oh, you if you're an executive shirt. producer, you'd get the crew shirt we all wore. Not the rat shirt. The crew shirt we all wore uh, during the uh, live stream for the spare bedroom. And, of course, if you went there and you said, you know what, all that's too rich for my blood, you could go to that $25 tier, and you'd get 38 bonus episodes of content throughout the month. Mm-hmm. It's a good deal. However, if you have no bucks to toss our way, no big deal. You can watch us record the show live on twitch.tv slash Games and youtube.com slash Games. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindofunnycom slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash Games and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday. First table hit. Big deal! With oh, me. I'm, proud I'm very of you. excited for the first kind of funny podcast table. Oh, Monday. that's gonna be that's good. That's gonna be a that, big
1: deal. that's gonna be real real good. Greg, I want to compliment you with what might be the nicest thing I'm ever going to say to you. When a lot you of nice things to me for the. Record. I, I, that's true, but I think this one's gonna resonate with you in a very special way. You were doing your jump kick, and at first I wasn't wasn't sure about it. Then you did the second one, and I was like, okay, that was good. And I couldn't stop thinking about it. I was like, it reminded me of something. It brought me joy. It had an adrenaline that I needed that I was looking for. You looked like solid snake. Doing his little jump kick thing. Oh, yeah. That is a big, that That was a a solid snake kick, Greg. I appreciate that. That was real good.
0: That means a lot to me, everybody. Also, if you're going to support us for free, you can use the Kind of Funny creator code on Epic Game Store. Whenever you're buying something on the Epic Game Store, uh, playing Fortnite, Rocket League, uh, Rumbleverse, you can put in the creator code. Kind of funny. And guess what? We get a few bucks even if you're downloading games for free. Housekeeping for you. A brand new episode of the X-Cast is live right now. And it's our review so far of Gotham Knights featuring the regular X-Cast crew plus the one and only Barrett Courtney. BC. That's uh, that's on right now. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and podcast services around the globe. Uh, later today, we're recording PSI Love You XOXO, and it's a preview of God of War Ragnarok. You can write in your questions to kindoffunny.com slash P-S-I-L-Y, and then watch when it goes live forever tomorrow on YouTube.com slash games and podcast services around the globe. Thank you to our Patreon producer, Fargo Brady. Today we're brought to you by Shop-a- Shopify and Raycon, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be. The Roper Report. <laughs> Time for <laughs> some <laughs> news. Six <laughs> items on the Roper Report. A big
2: dozen.
0: Ash Amiibo in the Twitch chat says, Greg is more of a fluffy snake. Uh, okay. Yeah. i say pudgy. Yeah. Let, well, less solid. solid. I get yeah. that. You know what yeah. I mean?
1: Fluffy isn't the word I'd use either.
0: Yeah, no, that's not a... Oh, but I, I like understand what he's going for. He's going for like, I'm kind of like, you know, I'm bulbous like Kirby.
1: Yeah, yeah. What's like a malleable snake?
0: Tired snake. <laughs> Tired <laughs> snake, yes. Number one on the rope report <laughs> Gotham Knights is finally out. Or not out. The reviews are finally out. It's out tomorrow. And it is not great. Uh, your review roundup looks like this. At Metacritic, it has a 69. On Open nice. Critic, a 71. But let me tell you, the score is not talking much nicer from there. Uh, Travis Northup over at IGN.com says. Gotham Knights is a consistently disappointing return to Batman's troubled city and a distinct step backwards from the past decade plus of Batman games. Even if running around Gotham in two-player co-op can be decent fun and each of the four playable crime fighters are well executed in their dialogue and distinct moves, too many of the fundamentals fall short for me to recommend it. From the inconsistent frame rate issues, to the weak story, to one-note combat that rarely feels good, there was virtually always something going wrong to make sure I wasn't experiencing the triumphant return with friends at my side I had envisioned. 5 out of 10.
1: I am shocked. I want you to continue, but a 5 out of 10 from IGN for this game, not what I expected whatsoever.
0: Uh, Matt Miller, no relation at Game Informer, gave it a 7.25 out of 10 and says, Gotham Knights didn't wow me with its overly familiar objectives, combat, and activities. But it didn't leave me sour. It's fun to control some new heroes as they brood over Gotham from its building overhangs and uncover hidden plots against its people. Those heroes are right to wonder if they're living up to the vaulted legacy. And even if they're not quite up to snuff, Gotham has enough baddies to punch to make for a good time wherever you are, or for whoever you are. Uh, Mike Delaney, or Mark Delaney, why I say Mike, Mark Delaney over at GameSpot uh, <laughs> says four out of ten. Gotham Knights takes the Arkham blueprint and reimagines it as a loot brawler, often feeling similar, similar but where it's different, it's worse. Wow. And, ladies and gentlemen, on the kind of funny review scale, the boss baby, CEO Jr., Barrett Courtney gave it an okay. That's a three out of five. Let's run the TikTok, Barrett.
2: After 12 hours with the game, I think Gotham Knights is okay so far it's wonderful to be back in Gotham City with a new story, a new universe to learn all about, and new interpretations of characters that we've known and loved before. While not everyone in the Bat-Fam is fun to control, once I got into the groove as Batgirl, who truly feels like a knight learning to become the next Batman, I was really getting into the flow of combat, stealth, and gliding throughout Gotham. The game's shortcomings, however, come from a lot of little decisions that pile up that feel like the culmination of Ubisoft open world games from the past Decade. Weird menu choices, generic feeling dialogue, and a bloated open world that just doesn't feel engaging to explore. And it makes the package as a whole feel kind of bland. Granted, I do really enjoy the universe WB Montreal has created for this game, and there are so many little story and lore gems that I love finding, and I can't wait to find more. Gotham Knights isn't going to blow the world away, but I'm glad it exists. For more extensive thoughts on Gotham Knights, check out our full content conversation over on xcast which you can find over on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and podcast services around the globe but for now
0: Gotham the nice is just okay so many people get confused because they don't watch on tiktok mm. it loops it's a loop it's, it's very loop. smart But when you watch it out of context like you're like well, what is this just what and i go shut up
1: I'm happy to hear that Barrett is as the biggest Arkham fan. I know by far, I'm happy he's finding the things that he likes about those games and the lore and the stuff that he cares about a lot, that it's delivering someone that way. And that he is happy. The game exists. I am very shocked at these scores, Greg. Like yeah. it's, it is rare. I, you know, I didn't expect much higher. Like I thought that this game had the options of probably being like more like, Oh, a whole bunch of sevens or Hey, it's better than we expected. You know, I thought yeah, that's right. kind of what we were dealing with. It's rare. That we get, it's very rare, I'd say, that we get a triple-A game that's getting into those fours and fives, um, especially on the single-player side um, for for a franchise that t- traditionally reviews much higher, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wish I could say I was shocked by the scores. Uh, you know, for me, uh, somebody who also loves the Arkham games and reviewed a bunch of them for IGN, right, the most damning thing about it is that, you know, we got our codes late. We also got them in the the height of the spare bedroom. But... You know, we launched the spare bedroom. I went home and slept on Saturday, uh, and then Sunday I was like, All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna place where I can keep my eyes open a bit. Tonight's reward is Gotham Nights. I'm going to go play Gotham Nights. Uh, and I, Jen was nice enough to give me like late afternoon, well into the evening, well into her going to bed and me playing Gotham Nights. And I played it for those handful of hours, whatever they may be. Turned it off. Came to work, and I have not thought about Gotham Nights once since then. I have not thought I need to turn on Gotham Nights. I, I can't wait to get back to Gotham Nights because. Frankly, I can walk away from this game and never come back to it and mm-hmm. not feel like I'm missing something. Uh, you know, again, I'm very shallow in the thing, but everything Barrett said in his review, everything Paris said in the X-Cast review really resonated with where I'm at with it, where it's just like, I think they have made a lot of interesting choices that don't pan out. Like, it is so weird to be playing an Arkham-like game, a Batman game, because let's remove it. Let's stop comparing it to Arkham. A Batman game, right? Where all of a sudden you're, Doing an investigation. Here's a great example. I'm out patrolling the city because that's what they want you to do before you go back to the Belfry or before you go to the next main mission, right? I'm out patrolling the city and I'm using the bat vision or whatever to look around for crimes. And I look over and I see a chest. Because people know how much you you love chests in video games. Of course. Big hit in Avengers. Mm -hmm. They see a chest over there that you can go get to get resources to do whatever with. And the chest is next to an ambulance. And there are EMTs working on somebody. So the chest lights up. And I'm like, am I supposed to go take the medical supplies from the EMTs? Like, all the other chests are, like, hidden or, or they're there yeah. or whatever. There's on a rooftop or whatever. Or they, there are bad guys guarding them sometimes. I drop down. I go over there. I do it. And I get a med pack out of it. What? It's a little I'm, weird. I'm on a mission, and I bust open, and I get some resources because they want me to go craft my suit or a better batarang or a better bow staff or whatever. And it's like, what? Like, I don't want to do any of this. Like, the, the suit customization, like, I think this is such a eye of the beholder. I don't like any of the default costumes they have the, the guys in, right? Or the, uh, the so team dorky. in. so like the first thing I do is Batgirl, when I get into it and they introduce this, is go over like, what suits do I have? Oh, you have these nightfall suits that are like the more uh, iconic or you know what you think. And I put them in that. And they're like, well, when you put these on, you can't customize them all. I'm like, yes, that's the fucking point. I think all your stuff looks dumb. I want to look <laughs> like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's like, the problem I'm having with it is multiple, but it's like, the idea is cool. My my main my scare factor with this for these review scores and to your point, a triple A video game getting fours and fives on the major sites, right? Is that I don't want WB and IP holders at large to look at this and take the wrong message from it because I think it's exciting to say, hey, let's make a Batman game that's not about Batman. Let's 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 go into the the uh, the pantheon of Marvel and DC superheroes and give the smaller people games and obviously. Very similar to the MCU, I don't think Marvel's having that much trouble getting other people into games, right? But my complaints here aren't that I don't want to be Batgirl. I don't want to be Nightwing. My complaints here are the game isn't fun. It isn't interesting. I don't think the systems work. The patrolling isn't like a great mechanic or whatever for what they're trying to do. And then on top of that, I in a game where I can be four different people, I am connecting with none of them. I don't like any of them. I love Batgirl. You know what I mean? I, I, I've talked about that for years. Let alone we had Babs Tar on up at noon back in the day to talk about the redesign and everything else and yada yada yada. I should be in love. It, this should be a no-brainer that I'm Babs. I like the suit I have her in. I obviously like the character. I don't like the performance, mm. and I don't like how they wrote her. So I'm like, all right, I bounce out of that. I'm like, I used to love Tim Drake I, when I when I was really really into comics and Young Justice and everything else. Right? I'm like, I'll jump over to Tim. I'll go be Robin or whatever. And I'm like, in the cutscenes he's been such a whiny little kid. Like his whole thing is he's only been Batman for like two or Robin for two seconds. Like not literally, but like he has yeah. never in the, I guess that's a spoiler. I shouldn't go into it, but he's, he's not the, part. he has my back. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'll go into him and I'll make him look like my Tim Drake. And so I make him look like my Tim Drake, but then you come back to cutscenes and he's still got these big headphones around his neck and his shaved head. And he's like, nah, nah. I'm like, This should have been Damien at least because Damien would have been cool. Red Hood I've never vibed with and I just don't dig. The Nightwing here seems like the most generic Nightwing and I haven't even investigated him. That's my last hope for this game is that Mm -hmm. I'm going to go be Nightwing and I will enjoy that person. But Gary Witta also nailed this on the review and he hasn't even touched the game of. The way everybody's talking about this game, why would I give my precious limited free time to it? I don't know, Tim, when there will be such a slowdown in video games that I'm like, man, nothing to play. Now I'll go play this 4, 4, 7.2 out of ten. And not in the review to take away review scores. Just a game that I'm not enjoying. Mm-hmm. A Batman, a DC video game that I am not enjoying. Yeah, exactly. That has that is set, and this is always one not a problem, right? But is firmly planted in a DC universe. Like there are references beyond the Batverse here. There are conversations via email beyond the Bat family. That's fucking awesome. You know what I mean? Like in the opening intro cutscene like of what how they set up this game is awesome and the concept is awesome but navigating the city fucking sucks like i'm being batgirl right and, I, and this, here, this
1: is oh. oh no So like guys this one's hitting like, hard there
2: are I, a bunch really been, like uh keeping this deep inside this is always.
0: i'm finally getting on court yeah, right like, I, I, know, I wasn't on the way. review because I, I don't feel like i've done enough. but like when batman when batgirl jumps off a building right how, what should she do Maybe throw open her cape? Glide a bit, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's locked. You have to unlock that. Okay. Okay, that's a traversal thing. That's a weird choice. So you want my first taste of the video game to be, I need to get up on the rooftop and over to there and over to there to be bat grapple up, bat grapple again, Mm. like Bionic Commando, not as cool. Like Spider-Man, not as cool. Then to jump just fucking off a building (laughs) and just fall through the air and grapple to whatever. And just one grapple. I'm not web slinging. and And I'm like, This is a shitty first impression, Mm. but I'll work for it. I'll work for this, and I'll work to that traversal method. All right? Cool. The first thing on it is do this basic tutorial, not a Batgirl tutorial. Do a tutorial that is, uh, what is it, Barrett? Is it reversals or strikes? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But, like, something that simple of, like, you know, go to the training module, do the reverse thing or the perfect strike. Yeah. Okay, I did it. It's general for – it's just general how to play the game. Great. You know what? I'm not feeling Batgirl. I'll go over to Robin – I'll jump over there. They they oh, level no. as they go. They kind of keep them in the same level as you get gear and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I go in there. I'm like, I forget what his traversal mechanic is. What is it? And you go to look. It doesn't give me credit for doing the basic general tutorial on Batgirl. Right. It wants me to go back. It's like, oh, you're you're actually enjoying you this game? Forgot. Go back to the tutorials and do this fucking thing again. Mm-hmm. What? Gotta reverse what? strike. What the fuck are you doing? Like, it's just such a, oh, man. Like, it's, it's not, am- it doesn't make me it makes me disappointed. I was talking to Barrett about this, and Barrett's been so good on the review. I urge everybody to go listen to XCAST. And also, a round of applause for Barrett Courtney. A great TikTok review. A great XCast review. Thank you. But Thank it's you. like, what I feel bad. <laughs> Barrett Courtney, everybody. <laughs> what I feel bad about is the same thing I think Barrett feels bad about. Of like, man, what a raw deal for WB Montreal. And yeah. going wrong, they made they made the game. This is their bed. They have to lie in it, but like it was nearly a decade since we saw them make a game and they finally get out the gate and it's getting this because it does feel like a game that has been passed by. It does not feel like a modern thing. Don't even get me started on the 30 frames a second on the PS five. When your game is only the uh, current gen consoles and PC, like mm. it's just a mess.
2: And uh, Paris mentioned on our XCast review, he's got the 4090 cause he's a big fancy boy and his PC was barely holding 60, which is insane to me. Um, I, I get the uh, going to the your frustration uh, Greg with the whole having to redo stuff for each thing I get the idea of you're not Batman now that he's gone let's train these knights to actually try to want to be Batman I get that in practice it's like it doesn't make sense it's like Batgirl's been Batgirl for a while. She should just know how to glide. Yeah. You know, like a, a Nightwing should know how to traverse. I understand it from the Robin perspective because he's uh, hasn't been Robin for a while, but like everything else, there's like so many...
0: Which is such an insult to Tim Drake. Yeah. Tim Drake's awesome. Why are we doing that to I know,
2: him? I know, uh, I it, know. It just... And that's a perfect example of, I, I think, what this entire game as a whole is. There's a lot of good ideas, and the implementation of them are just all over the place. Mm. Rough. Also, the music is just not good.
0: You saw, it, did you see the whole, yeah, you know, the living La Vida Loca thing? Yeah. Uh, Janet put that clip out from the preview, and I was like, I watched a little bit of it like on my phone. I'm like, all right, maybe in context that'll make more sense. And I went and played it. I was like, no, and it does not. And this is not good. Yeah. And every time there's
2: a collectible throughout the open world, Tim, and every time you pick it up, it gives you a sound cue that goes, and every time I'm like, why did we steal this 2018 Spider-Man theme?
0: What's going (laughs) on there? That's weird.
1: I feel so bad for you guys. I'm sorry. This is such a bummer. Hey,
0: could be worse. This could have been a Superman game. You're right. You know what I mean? I could finally get my Superman game, and I'd be like, oh, God, four out of ten. You know what I mean? Greg can't catch a break here. The real question I have for you is this, mm-hmm. Timothy. Mm-hmm. And I'm prepared to eat my words a bit much. But when they showed Gotham Knights, I was like, huh, that's an interesting choice in multiplayer. And, like, I don't know if that's really what I'd want to do anyway, blah, blah, blah. And then as they revealed more, it was like, what are we doing exactly? I don't know about this. I haven't had as strong a reaction because we haven't seen as much. But I've also been, oh, Suicide Squad, meh. like it's rock steady it's a different developer it's everything else but it's also one of like is this really what i want out of a game well
1: i mean the answer is no and i think that's that's we've known that right i feel like that's kind of the thing where people that have played the arkham games i think that very few of them um are clamoring for this type of game from those teams but this is what those teams either want to make or what the higher-ups want them to make for monetary reasons and that's We'll have to see where that ends up, but with both Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, uh, being produced by the teams that, that, that are making them, you kind of look at it and you're like, oh man, this kind of is unfortunate that it seems like the majority of the Arkham players aren't going to get what they want from yeah. either of those projects, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to wait and see, ladies and gentlemen. The big question, though, beyond Gotham Knights is, will you get what you're looking for from the new Tales from the Borderlands? Well, we have a review roundup on that as well, ladies and gentlemen, right now. It's Before we get
1: there, Greg, can I just ask, are you surprised this game is out? Because I feel like they announced it a long time ago. Tales from the Borderlands? Yeah. Oh, 100%. And then it was just like, there, there wasn't much, and I was like, oh, it must have come out already. Oh, no, it didn't? Okay, cool. Now it's just out. I'm like, oh, I can't believe it's a already
0: mystifying, out. A mystifying, mystifying a uh, release marketing plan for Tales from the Borderlands.
1: What do you think the story is there?
0: I don't know. I, I I it's been I it's just bad. And that's the problem is I don't know what the I don't know what happened. Mm. I think the review scores they aren't as strong as the original Tales from the Borderlands. So maybe they weren't as confident in it. Maybe they didn't want to put a big marketing thing behind it because it is a more niche thing that's going to speak to people. I don't know, but it is that thing of like I was excited for more Tales from the Borderlands as an announcement. Then they showed this trailer, and I was like, huh. "Huh, okay. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I, you know, it's a different team. It's a whole bunch of different stuff. So maybe, okay. Like, I don't. Where's Reese? Where's Fiona? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's some Okay, they're hinted at later on. Okay, like, well, I don't know. Hmm. Like, but let's let's read the let's review the roundup. Let's get the review. Right, review roundup goes this way. Metacritic has a 71 right now. OpenCritic has a 75. Ryan McCaffrey, ladies and gentlemen, at IGN says seven out of ten. New Tales from the Borderlands successfully recaptures a lot of Telltale's original magic with a fresh, funny, and affable new set of main characters. But, unfortunately, it also introduces new problems, both in the story and in some of the half-hearted game mechanics that gum up the works. You don't need to have played the first Tales in order to enjoy this one, but if you're going to choose one or the other, stick with the original and circle back to this pseudo-sequel with tempered expectations if the first one grabs you as much as it grabbed me. And that's my thing, is that I love the original Tales. Caught me off guard. It's an old Greg story of like having a bad day, couldn't find a game I wanted to play, had like two episodes stacked up, jumped in. Laughed my ass off. Fell in love with Loder. by you know, uh, actually uh, uh, Johnson's performance as uh, Glad- Gladys. Gladys. Gladys was like, there. Is so much good that like you get excited for this, but then you remember it's not the same people and what's going to mm-hmm. happen? Um, over at Games Radar, Vicky Blake gave it a four out of five stars. Uh, simultaneously, both full of heart and unapologetically in your face, it takes everything you loved about its predecessor, whilst gently, almost invisibly, buffing the things you didn't like so much. What a treat! And then Wesley LeBlanc over at Game Informer gave it a seven out of ten and says, ultimately, new Tales from the Borderlands feels like more of the same for, and fans of the first are likely to enjoy this. But given it's been nearly eight years since that first one, I wanted more of an evolution.
1: Not surprising, these these reviews. This feels about in line with what you said. Fans of the genre will appreciate exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like think it's going to be like, a breakout, right? Uh, yeah, totally. Especially the um, wanting more of an evolution. It's like, you know, in some ways, like, I, I in the, opposite way of what i was just saying about gotham knights like this isn't what people that liked arkham were looking for it's like well maybe this is what fans of tales of the borderlands are looking for. It's the same thing again yeah. you know uh but to your point it is a different team so will it still have that that vibe like these people aren't really talking so much about the the story or the characters so um that seems to be what resonated with you the most right 100% yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah so yeah mccaffrey describes him as a new set of affable main characters uh but there are problems that introduces the story and stuff so it's another one of like, yeah, I'm going to play it, right? But like, and this is also where we are right now in review season, yep. in the holiday rush for everybody else. This is going to... You smell that? I do. It's review season. It, smells it like is review fog season. Juice. It is season. It smells like what? Fog juice. Oh, fog juice. Um, yeah. When will I get to this one? When will I make the time for this one on top? You know, with so many other things coming out. It falls back into that. Okay. Well, didn't seem to set the world on fire and it doesn't live up to the expectations of the first one, which suck. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Will Silent Hill live up to its reputation? Uh, Number three, Konami has made a bunch of Silent Hill announcements. This is Ash Paris at The Verge. There's both the presentation and Silent Hill F clips in here. Uh, Konami has finally shared, I'm sorry, has finally officially shared its plans for the Silent Hill franchise. During today's showcase, which was presented as a live stream, but ended up being a 48-minute long video, we saw news of a remake, a new movie, an interactive live experience, some merch, and a brand new game all Within the Silent Hill universe. The first announcement came as little surprise. Bloober Team, the studio that developed Layers of Fear and more recently The Medium, is working on a Silent Hill 2 remake. No word yet on the release date, but it is notable that the game will be available exclusively on PlayStation 5 and PC for the first 12 months post release. The Silent Hill 2 remake announcement was compounded by the news that Konami has once again teamed up with Christopher Gans, director of Silent Hill 2006, to make a new movie based on Silent Hill 2. The presentation also shared that Konami is working on two totally new Silent Hill experiences. Silent Hill Ascension seems like an interactive multiplayer visual novel-like game in which fans get to decide what happens and who lives and dies with no reset button. I'm not exactly sure what that means, but it sounds like Konami managed to make Until Dawn a multiplayer game. Ding, ding, ding. That's what it sounds like to me. Much, and I mean, I I don't get it. I was going to say, they've kind of, you know, the games have matured since then to be multiplayers, but I digress. Uh, Much less was said about the second game, Silent Hill Townfall. Uh, But it's being developed in collaboration with No Code Studio and Annapurna Interactive. Interesting. Okay. To close out the presentation, we got a short glimpse of a completely new Silent Hill game. Silent Hill F seemingly takes place in Japan and, thereover, far away from the titular foggy town. And the trailer's end features a grossly unsettling moment when a girl's flesh falls off her face. There, I want to see this, there are also disgusting moments in which spore-like tentacles grow out of circular holes in discarded bodies before blooming into red spider lilies. We're watching it right now. That's Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's some Silent Hill shit right there. Dragging that thing God damn man There's a lot of Silent Hill shit
1: That's a lot of Silent Hill stuff Ew! Honestly Yeah Ugh. Uh, they, they I think they nailed this in terms of, um, hey, we have a lot to talk about with this franchise. Yeah. Let's talk about it. And we've been making you wait forever. Exactly. And you've been
0: hearing rumors forever. I feel like we've been talking about the Silent Hill two, re- 2 remake from Bloober Team forever. And then, of course, just, yeah, this Silent Hill project's being rumored. This is what's been leaked. Yada, yada, yada. And now you got it. Here's spores, molds, and funguses, Silent Hill edition.
1: And it kind of gives everybody a little bit of what they want, too, and some things that people i'm sure weren't even actually asking for like the sequel to the movie from the same director but they're doing it it's kind of like if there are fans of that movie it's like hey guess what you're getting more it kind of just seems like oh, hey God. what did you like about silent hill you're gonna get a little bit more of it you know I, uh I, silent there's, hill a, 2...
0: there's a condition where you watch this kind of stuff where things come out of little holes like that and it creeps you out i got it i, I don't like care. that one bit yeah. i don't like
1: the mushroom thing go ahead sorry yeah not a, i'm not a big mushroom guy either Um, No, no, keep it going,
0: man. I want to see where this is going. (laughs)
1: Uh, The Silent Hill 2. Silent Hill 2 is the one that I'm most interested in revisiting and and giving another chance. And uh, getting a remake is exciting to to me. A remake from the Bloober team, a little less exciting to me. I was very much not a fan of the medium. Um, but L- which is L- surprising because cool. you were a
0: fan of Resident Evil Village, and, which is a and superior, the medium was bigger game. and better. Bigger, <laughs> I screwed up. I meant, I meant billion. better. I meant better. <laughs> I, f- I fucked up my own joke. It was better than Village. And apparently bigger. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shut up, Barrett. But, you know, you L- no L- L- rides to work for you anymore. of <laughs> L- L-
1: Z- Fear, I think, was very successful in what it was trying to achieve, which is you know kind of be one of the. I was talking about this with Blast a couple days ago when we were talking about this showcase in the Resident Evil showcase, but ushering in an era of. The, the kind of streaming horror games right like sure. the more jump scare focus like it's as fun to watch someone play this as it is to actually play for yourself type things and they're really good at that i think that silent hill um as a franchise it kind of can benefit from the, the that atmospheric vibe that they are the blooper team has proven that they can do uh with that with the story and characters and all the things that make silent hill too especially so special to people
0: the conversation i was having yesterday when we were talking about this event or maybe two days ago was i on yesterday it's a blur on it you were on yesterday it's thursday right yeah, yeah i'll tell yeah. you what Chad. at some point you know maybe i'll do the greg way about it today but uh, i on patreon but i i freaked out yesterday jen caught me mid like meltdown thinking that we broke the gotham knights review because i was looking at the wrong day of the calendar because my internal clock's so screwed up <laughs> anyways we didn't by the way uh anyways uh Bloober Team is interesting. I, I, am, I like horror, period. I, lo, I like horror games. I, I like Bloober Team. And I don't think their games are eights or nines or ten. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying they're like that kind of developer. I just enjoy where they take these things. And what I was talking about yesterday is I feel like there is now a sectionslash genre, whatever you want to call it, of horror games that you know what you're getting. And like I was talking about Martha is dead. I was talking about Bloober Team. You put them all in that mid-tier where it's like, this is not going to be dead space. This is not going to be reset the bar for horror. This is going to be four to five hours of jump scares and weird psychological shit and faces melting and what does it mean and yada, yada, yada. And that's fun. I think that's restrained by this you know, strata of horror games is inhabited by independent developers who are making smaller experiences and trying to get them out there. So they're a little bit janky. They're a little bit short. They're doing these different things. My hope slash excitement for Silent Hill 2 Remake is, cool, let's take Bloober Team and what they know about horror, give them a budget and give them time and give them an IP and then also off the IP, a blueprint for what we want out of this game and what you do with it. And I think that's exciting. I think Bloober Team, for all their jankiness, wonkiness and choices, is a talented studio that even if you don't like the medium and, you know, I get, I didn't love the medium by any stretch of the imagination. I think, you know, especially between the two worlds, we thought we could do that at free, but it was really just for puzzles. And it was this thing like they still do cool shit. Maybe it doesn't pan out the way. maybe it wasn't promoted, but like they're trying something different. So it's not just the same thing, right? Layers of fear is different than Blair, Witch, is different than, than uh, the one at medium. Mm-hmm. Like what you do with this in the time and talent, hopefully Konami understands what they have. And they're making a big deal out of uh, silent hill hopefully that works let alone the weird mushroom game and faces falling off I'm like all right let's see what that's all about
1: yeah it Silent Hill is an interesting place uh, as a franchise because you know there's been a lot of talk about it in in recent uh years of rumors of it coming back and what's it gonna happen especially with all the PT stuff that happened uh, a couple years ago as well uh Bless and I were talking about how I think this is a pivotal moment for them and especially now that we we now have this like kind of uh, breakthrough moment where we know the projects that are being worked on now it's just like, cool, how are they going to yeah. uh, play and I, what's the quality level is going to be for them. Yeah. I think that I would bet that this ends up being Bluebird Team's best game yet uh, because of I all the things so. that yeah. you just said. Uh, but I do think it's still kind of a tall order because what Capcom did uh, beautifully is have their cadence since 2017 of having their most iconic games remade and be arguably better than they've ever been while also putting out the best games the franchise has seen in, in a new fashion in years, right? Like after the Resident Evil 5, that people were kind of like, this is a little too actiony," and then 6, that people were like, this is way too action and we hate it. Yeah. Um, to come back with 7 and knock it out of the park and, you know, Village, whatever, the RE2, Remake, I'm, I'm RE3, so on, Remake. You know
0: that I'm so off on my own island of not liking Village. But, but still, Village I, is a success. Yeah,
1: just like proving the point of just like, they, they, at the, they're making good experiences that are different and varied on both the remake front and on the doing something new. What's interesting about Silent Hill 2 is like they I feel like Silent Hill as a franchise doesn't have that same type of like juice. mainstream appeal yeah. or uh, juice anything that Resident Evil does. And Resident Evil was in a bad place, and they brought it to a good place. I feel like the Silent Hill, uh, the Konami, really kind of needs to have the back-to-back-to-back wins in order to have this feel like a, a next-gen title, specifically the um, Silent Hill F, right? There's a lot riding on that one because while Resident Evil had the last couple generations to make its mistakes and then come back from the dead like a zombie Greg (gasps) we Silent Hill didn't really get that luxury right we kind of like had a couple remakes along the way we had a couple uh like titles but none of them hit like Silent Hill 2 is the one that I remember people talking about the most there was another one was it Shattered Memories I think that people really like as well but none of those hit on that that feels more like a Resident Evil Code Veronica as opposed to a Resident Evil 4.
0: My thing with it, and Barrett, I just put this into Slack assets when you want it, is that Silent Hill is this weird, untapped source of nostalgia, where it was so different with what it was doing back then. People remember, oh man, I liked Silent Hills. And don't get me wrong, there are, are I'm not putting any real the hardcore Silent Hill fans down, like because I'm, I'm about to be like, like I remember enjoying Silent Hills. I don't remember much about Silent. Hill. It was a foggy town in Pyramid Head, and. That's all it's needed to in the, the sound of the dragging, right? Of like, that's all it's needed to permeate from those PlayStation 1 days of be like, people remember that and we're scared by it, and yada, 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 and still have it matter. Uh, Barry, if you want to toss it up, like Jess Negri, of course, friend of the show, right? Like, doing her pyramid has had cosplay and the nurses and all this stuff, right? Like, that is the legacy of Silent Hill. In the mainstream, yes. of like people remember Pyramid Head, they see this and they go, Oh, Silent Hill. And my question would be, Yeah, right, but do you remember what was going on and what you were doing and why and who you were? And like, uh, probably not, right? And so I feel like that's actually works to its advantage of like, cool, here's this thing that people know they like for some reason. They know that it's a scary game, they like scary games. What do you want to create in there? What will Silent Hill F be? What, Silent Hill 2, what do you come in and make into, like you're talking about kind of Resident Evil 2, how do you come in and modernize that and make it a game where people are like, oh, this is great, and like, oh, I vaguely remember that, or I don't remember this, blah, 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 blah.
1: Yeah, yeah, we were we were saying this, uh, I was talking to bless about this, but just to put a end cap on all of this, Silent Hill hasn't had its Resident Evil 4 moment or its Resident Evil 7 moment yet. And PT was going to be that, and then that didn't happen. So everything's been delayed a bit. So it's going to be interesting to see when these things come out. Are they going to feel outdated sure. already, like out the gate? Or sure. is it going to feel that many generations ahead? We'll have to wait and see.
0: Uh, nanobiologist piggybacks off of this with one final question about uh, Silent Hill and says, Hey, y'all. well it's awesome to see Silent Hill back, dot, 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 so far should we be concerned about how much we're getting there's a lot of variety in what we're getting with a remake an annapurna game a completely new game we know nothing about and a one-time experience ascension which can keep us on our toes but is konami jumping in too quickly uh, to what sounded like to support a movie or am i being too cautious after years of nothing but dirt and pachinko from konami you ain't wrong Nano. like this, it's a fine line to walk it's a fine
1: line to walk i think that at the end of the day all of us can look at this and understand that the only projects that really matter here are the remake and F, right? Everything else, if they're not great, it's okay. It's not gonna ruin the brand. If there's a movie, there's a movie. That only yeah, helps yeah. things. Even if the movie's bad, it's at least awareness, like you're saying, for the elements that people might like from the games. If the games are good, even if the movie's bad, people will be like, no, 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 the games are good though. The games are good. Yeah, they yeah, will yeah. fight for them if they're good. Well, again, we're Those still in a time,
0: matter. we're still in a time where you expect the video game movie to be bad. So it's exactly. like, nobody's like going to be like, yeah, holding that against it. Yeah. It's, it, there's a fine line, right? Between fanning a flame and turning it into a raging fire and extinguishing it with too much. I feel like right now, this was the right way to do it where it, w- any one of these announcements maybe wouldn't have been the hottest thing in the world, but putting them together and having 45 minutes to show and actually being, you know, Konami who is committed to pachinko machines, but saying they're committed to silent Hill and making games, uh, for consoles and that, you know, the console gener- generations and PC, obviously, but you know what I mean, hardcore gamers. Uh, It's something, and I think this is a good way to do it for what they were. Will will any of this turn out to be stuff that's great? Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. Just like you, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not on patreon.com slash kindoffunny, that's right over on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. You could be a producer. You could get the shirt. You could get the poster. But most importantly for right now, you could also get 38 episodes of exclusive content. I'm doing a great way today. Uh, But you could get the show ad-free. But since you're not there, here's a word from our sponsors.
1: Shout out to Shopify, the way that we and Rooster Teeth have powered the Kind of Funny store for years and we absolutely love it. You can get this shirt there right now. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying Commerce for millions of your favorite businesses worldwide. Shopify has all the sales channels sorted so your business keeps growing from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. It's how every minute new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify, and you will too. Shopify makes selling simple, so you can put yourself and your ideas out there. When you're ready to launch your thing into the spotlight, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform backing millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Go on, try Shopify for free, and start selling anywhere. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com kfgames, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash kfgames. KF games to start selling online today. shopifycom com slash KF games. Next up, shout out to i'm excited to tell you all about their new raycon gaming series the gaming series consists of two staple gaming audio products the wireless gaming earbuds that are compact portable and universal or the wireless gaming headphones that are comfortable and immersive the hypersync low latency technology lets you hear what you see lag free that's always great for games of course because no gamer is just a gamer raycon's gaming series is just as perfect for music podcasts and crystal clear phone calls personally i'm a huge fan of bumping these with a haptic vibration it's the extra type of way that I like to live. It keeps me extra immersed in all of the sound. As always, you get a 30-day Raycon happiness guarantee with free shipping and returns. No questions asked. They also offer buy now, pay later options. So stay on the winning team and go to buyraycon.com slash kinda today to get 15% off your Raycon order. You'll also get $20 off Raycon's gaming earbuds or $10 off their gaming headphones. That's buyraycon.com slash kinda to score 15% off and even more savings. Buyraycon.com slash Kinda. Plus, this October, Raycon's got some special pricing up to $20 off. Don't miss out. Buy Raycon.com slash Kinda.
0: Number four on the Roper Report Final Fantasy 16 got a brand new trailer. This is Michael McWhorter over at Polygon. Square Enix dropped a new Final Fantasy 16 trailer Thursday. Just because. <laughs> Barry, do you want to run at his bureau? Final Fantasy 16's new trailer, titled Ambition, dives into the backstory of its realm of Valisthea uh, and the various kingdoms and factions vying for power. Uh, Valisthea is home to people known as uh, Dominants, men and women with the power to call forth Econ's. That backdrop icons. supports the story of icons? Icons. Icons. Of Clive Rossfield, a warrior known as the First Shield of Rosaria, and his younger brother, Joshua. Wait, uh,
2: my man's name is Clive?
0: We Man, got Clive dude. and Joshua. We got Clive okay. Rossfield. Uh, Joshua, a dominant uh, who wields the power of the Phoenix. According to Square Enix, the events of Final Fantasy sixteen set Clive on a dark and dangerous road to revenge. Uh, the director of Final Fantasy sixteen said in a news release that the developer has, quote, turned its full attention to debugging and final adjustments, and publisher Square Enix remains committed to a games the game's summer 2023 release window. Tim, I saw you earlier watching this. What do you think of this trailer, Ambition?
1: Greg Miller, this is the type of trailer that you watch, and you just got to go,
0: uh. In a good way? Uh. Okay, that's a good way. Oh, my
1: God. This game looks incredible, Uh. dude. Incredible. Uh. I I am not a fan of fantasy-type stuff. I talk about this a lot. The Lord of the Rings is of the world and all that. Not my jam. Not nearly as good as clerks, yeah. Right, exactly. Game of Thrones was the thing to kind of break... Break that for me, where I'm like, I'm so into the story. I'm so into this world that they built that I don't care about that stuff. It's giving me what I'm looking for. Yeah. I'm getting Game of Thrones vibes from oh. this. I traditionally like the more cyberpunky, like, kind of futury Final Fantasies. like Sure. Um, or even the ones with the elements of that, like 10 or 7, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, even 13 kind of was in the middle there. But, like, this is so far from what I should be excited about from a final fantasy sure they present this in such a amazing way where they're setting up all the different kingdoms the story looks like it's about to be incredible knowing the team that's working on this i've only heard amazing things about the story and characters of final fantasy 14 of course and i haven't experienced that i'm never going to experience that because i'm just not a multiplayer guy yeah but a single player Final fantasy game with that level of care being put into it already was exciting to me then seeing just they they get this the way they've edited all their trailers it's like pure hype. This, to this the looks good. There's no sign.
0: I'll stop you there. When you said Game of Thrones and I started watching this then because I haven't had the chance to look at it, I could get into a, a Game of Thrones uh, Final Fantasy.
1: Absolutely, I think that's what this is about to be. Like this, this looks incredibly special, Barrett. If you could skim forward just a little bit, we get to some some actual combat. I just can't believe the scale of this with these. They're calling them icons here. Uh, the summons the the big we've seen before like the health bar fights it looks like like, between the two of them like that is so damn cool but even just this gameplay i'm like man this game is about to be incredibly dope
0: okay okay you have my attention final fantasy 16
1: we're like this is we're talking about silent hill like is this too much like things are probably going to get delayed it's square right but how we have it right now, we have Crisis Core Reunion.
0: Remember when we announced the release date for I Final know. Fantasy 15 on a giant stage, and then they delayed it like two months later?
1: <sighs> we have a Final Fantasy Crisis Core Reunion, right? Yeah. Coming up in just a couple months. Real soon. Then we have this in half a year, and then theoretically in a year, we have Final Fantasy VII uh, Remake 2. Rebirth. Uh, remake 2. And I doubt that's all going to happen, but... All three of those, like being the plan that close together, it's like that's a lot of Final Fantasy, man. But they might be different. Final, I feel like
0: Final Fantasy gets away from it because they're all so different.
1: Yeah, but it's just like th- this has never happened. This is sure. like th- sure, these, sure, these sure, are sure. big games, right? And like Crisis Core, a little smaller of a game, being a PSP one. But like, like man, these man's about to be eaten from this. Like this is about to be a great time to be a Final Fantasy fan, hopefully. And like I feel like I'm I'm totally a believer at this point because this is the team that made or the people making seven remake two are the ones that made remake one which i absolutely loved these are the people make that made final fantasy 14 it's like everyone I ever played loves the that. eufy dlc should i go do that it's a great time greg okay. and it's not even that long a little some padding in there with some box hidden and stuff but like overall story wise yes you should play it it's okay. and the gameplay is fun enough and different enough okay of her as a character but my god what a trailer so exciting
0: all right more exciting, everybody. Final Fantasy 16 next summer. Yuffie DLC, good. She fights the Wu-Tang, if I remember correct from what I said. Yep. Okay. Number five in the Roper Report is Bungie's next game or revival of its marathon series. We go to Tom Henderson at Insider Gaming. According to sources, Bungie is set to bring back the marathon series with a new game that will be a three-man squad extraction-based shooter. This title is in pre-alpha state, sources said, but it could be announced at any point given the industry's competition for talent. Marathon takes place on a planet that was previously home to a human colony that vanished, with humans, now sparse, using highly customized cyborgs called runners to gather loot, it was said. It's understood that the gameplay loop of Marathon is similar to most extraction-based shooters. Choose a mission, buy and choose your loadout, drop into the map, hunt for the loot, complete the missions, and then extract safely. Just like with most extraction-based shooters, it's understood that you lose all your loot if you're unfortunate enough to die. The game is intended to be, quote, the ultimate example of a living game. It was said. Seasonal rewards and progression—that's <laughs> a funny oh. thing to say, right? Uh. Uh, seasonal rewards and progression will be a huge part of the game, which isn't surprising considering Bungie's success with the Destiny series and its live services. This will be the first non-Destiny title the studio has developed in over a decade. Marathon was first released in 1994, with two sequels to the title coming in 1995 and 1996. The original title achieved around 200,000 units sold by 2002. In 2019, Bungie CEO Pete Parsons suggested in an IGN interview that the studio would have a new game by 2025. Quote, so by 2025, we have a pretty specific path to make sure we transform Destiny and that we have other franchises within the marketplace, Parsons said. Tim, I, don't, I know you don't care. I know you've never cared a day in your life, and I'll say it. I'm excited about this. Extraction I- shooters are my shit. I
1: do not care about Marathon? Are That's you right. kidding me, That's Greg? That's right. I said it. Do you know how hard it was for me in 2004 to figure out how to get Marathon to play on my PC legally or illegally? Yeah. It was very yeah. difficult, Greg. Yeah. It was very difficult. But I found a way. And I had a damn great time playing okay. this game. The precursor to Halo, some would say. Of course I love this game. Do I want a extraction-based squad shooter? No, you're right. You're right, Greg. You're right. I, you know, you know how much
0: I love Division, but I, I like this idea this. though.
1: Being from Bungie, doing something, especially Bungie now, right? This yeah. is this would be their first project that is like an independent choice, right? Like since they've
0: well, I think I mean they were with Activision for destiny but yeah. obviously that was their idea but i understand you you mean that like just no overlord like but yeah,
1: yeah they, they are the ones making the decisions which is interesting to to note right if they're yeah. like whatever what was the quote that made me laugh the oh um, the
0: fact that it's uh gonna be the ultimate uh the it's the ultimate game. example of a living game yeah like that's kill me those, those, <laughs> oh god we went too far but those
1: those are words coming from them independently right i think that that's uh sources it, sources yes 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 that's it's important to note that though right that like I feel like we often look at um, games when decisions are made. We're like, oh, man, they're being forced to do this by this person, this person. But it's like sometimes I guess not. I
0: mean, nobody does, you know, I shouldn't say that. Few do living worlds as
1: good as Destiny, right? Yeah. I mean, they they were one of the first, especially on the console side, to kind of create it, commit to it, and continue to commit to it over time. And as we see that that model, like Destiny's been there the entire time as we, we've seen kind of battle passes like rise into prominence, but then also the free-to-play model of video games, right?
0: I think it was Charles Jacobson who says, technically, remember, they are under PlayStation. Yes, but I doubt PlayStation. I, mean, I shouldn't even say that. You're right. You're right. I was giving PlayStation too much leeway in the same way who, you know, yeah. who knows. I do think... Activision probably has a tighter leash on people uh, on Bungie back in the day for Destiny than PlayStation would. I think at this point, especially with everything talk- PlayStation talks about with their live service games, I think they'd be a little more hands-off, and that's what they talked about, right, of keeping them as independent as possible. But you are correct.
1: Yeah, and I, I mean, I guess that does fall into PlayStation's plan that we've seen recently of them games? having all their, like, what was it, 13 live service games? Yeah, it was
0: more than 12, I think, and then something they like went that. up there, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: so um, this being one of them. I mean, yeah, bringing back Marathon, definitely not something that I, I would ever have thought to see i'm interested in that i mean i love the way that bungee games play and feel and i while i'm definitely not the type of person like you were saying that would play these type of games traditionally uh, the marathon franchise excites me enough that i was like i would definitely be in a three-man squad i like that too like a smaller squad like something that is a little bit more just like goal focused like that could be a lot of fun
0: it could be a lot of fun and we will see if it is a lot of fun when it comes one day in the future but for now number six And final in the rubber Report, correct? Yeah. A developer claims many studios are asking Xbox to drop mandatory Series S compatibility. This is Tom Ivan at VGC. Microsoft's entry-level console, Xbox Series S, is limiting the potential of new-gen games. The developer at Indie Studio, Bossa Studios, uh, has argued. Sorry, uh, I burp. I move away from the mic to burp. Uh, remember him when we met him? Uh, VFX <laughs> uh, artist Ian McLure uh, made a claim on Twitter uh, in response to a comment from veteran games journalist Jeff Gerstmann, uh, who said he thinks the whole Series S is holding back next-gen games argument doesn't hold up. "Quote: Most of these games are also coming to PC and already have to cover a wide variety of configurations," uh, Gersman pointed out. McClure, who worked on last year's Xbox Series S slash S and PC game, I Am a Fish at Bossa, uh, which also develops and publishes the Surgeon Simulator series, responded, quote, It might sound broken, but the reason you are hearing it a lot right now is because many developers have been sitting in meetings for the past year desperately trying to get Series S launch requirements dropped. Studios uh, have been through one development cycle where I think there was an end quote there. No, no, he keeps going. Sorry. Studios have been through one development cycle where Series S two t- turned out to be an albatross around the neck of production, and now that games are further, and now that's what he says. That games are firmly being developed with new consoles in mind. Teams do not want to repeat the process. Added McClure, uh, whose tweets were publicly available earlier today, but have since been protected, so only uh, approved followers can see them. In a series of since deleted tweets last week, which were initially sparked by news that Gotham Knights won't have performance options on consoles and runs at 30 frames per second, Rocksteady senior character technical artist Lee uh, uh, Devondel, uh, no, Devo- Devondel? Devondel. Devondel, there it is. Lee Devondel also claimed that trade offs need to be made because of the Xbox Series S. Lee went on to claim that uh, there's an in, quote, entire generation of games hamstrung by that potato. <laughs> because Microsoft insists on games being released on both the Series S and the relatively powerful Xbox Series X. Digital Foundry's Alexander uh, Batilga uh, claimed in May to have heard from some developers that memory constraints were making Xbox Series S a pain to work with. Despite the criticism from some developers, Series S was estimated to have outsold the more powerful Xbox Series X in several key markets during the console's first year.
1: It's a weird story because it's one of those things where I bet all of this comes from truths like mm-hmm. there they, this really did happen these things were really sad but I feel like the way the story is presented I just don't buy it like I feel like the the many developers are upset about this it's more there are developers out there that are like oh man it would be nice if we didn't need to do this you yeah, know yeah, and then yeah, that yeah. kind of like spurs up, which totally makes sense of course right like if there's limitations it's just going to make things more difficult this is not going to change anything like this reminds me so much i can't believe we're back to these stories when do you remember when we were do first we rumoring <laughs> rumor mongering greg about yeah. the playstation 4 pro yes.
0: and it's just oh, yeah. like what are they going to
1: do Are developers really going to be expected to do this and, this and this and this and here we are now and
0: they are they you are. know what They're i mean it's like solid. it just
1: happened and like we talked about that every day on whatever show we were talking about at the time like it's just so funny to see where we're at now and it's like for this to come up it's like a weird sense of deja vu there's an inevitability that at some point in a console cycle uh especially when there's options it's you're going to start seeing the holdbacks of the the previous uh or the 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 lowest common denominator system in the ecosystem but with where we're at right now the series S isn't even that for most cases where Xbox one compatibility is still a thing right when it comes to how xbox does its uh games in particular especially with game pass and stuff so i don't think this changes anything xbox has been very much like we want people to be able to play games with as little of a um a gate as possible so it's unfortunate for these developers because i don't think it's gonna gonna change for them
0: yeah i don't see microsoft backing off soon if it was this huge issue maybe and it was really foundering i think you know pointed to gotham knights and i'm not even talking shit even though i'm talking shit right is the problem like gotham knights I remember was supposed to have current gen versions of the game and i think the game was probably so far behind as they tried to find the fun in it and it arguably didn't uh i think that they just missed their window for that mm-hmm. where they, and then it was it it's it another thing that was on the x cast you should all listen to a great show where it was like they probably saw cyberpunk and were like well, we got to get out of this let's just pull this plug on the current gen because if it's not even we can't have a cyberpunk on top of a game that nobody likes or whatever. Uh, and so, yeah, like, I think that's more of that part problem of it of not having that locked up before. But we will wait and see, ladies and gentlemen, because the series S not going anywhere for now, but maybe one day it will. Mm. And that'd be exciting. But that day so far away, Tim, if I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grop shops. Where would I go?
1: The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the kind of funny games daily show host each and every weekday.
0: Yeah. Out today. Batora Lost Haven on PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, all the Xboxes, Switch and PC. Mario Plus Rabbids, Spark of Hope on Switch. And of course, got rave previews from Mike and uh Paris. And then I know we've been doing a million other reviews, but that's where it was. Remember, infamously, never forget Mike and Paris were like this could be a game of the year contender. And I was like, Awesome. Will you play more of it? They're like, no. We don't want to play the Switch. And I was like, I respect the choice. Ew. Second Extinction uh, comes to Xboxes, all of them PC. Jackbox Box Party Pack comes to literally everything, including iOS and Android. Uh, Vampire Survivors is officially out on PC. The Tenants is on PC. Tower of Fantasy is on PC. Warhammer, 40,000. Shooters, Blood, and Teeth is on everything not phones though uh no core is on p- all the playstations ultra kaiju monster rancher is on switch hell is others is on pc match point tennis championships is on switch requisition is on pc world boss is on pc alan wank remastered is now available for the nintendo switch new dates for you uh, digimon world next order is coming to the switch and pc on february 22nd 2023 and totally Accurate Battle Simulator comes to Switch and releases a new map creator on November 3rd. Deals of the day for you. Epic Game Store's next free months of titles have been confirmed. Before you redeem them, use the creator code, kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Remember, it helps us even when you download games for free. Uh, Saturn, Saturn, Saturnalia, Saturnalia and Warhammer 40,000 Mechanicus uh, will be free to claim on Epic's PC Marketplace on October 27th until November 3rd. Tim,
2: Ah, you did it, Tim. Good job.
0: We ask people watching Mm -hmm. to write in to squad up. That's right. You can go, of course, to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD. Give us your name, username, platform of choice, and why you need help in a video game. Someone will read. We we read them. We put them out here. You play games together. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right now, LOL Losers DC needs help on Steam cross-platform. The name, again, is LOL Losers DC. Yo, what's up, KFBFs? I'm looking to get good at traditional fighting games before Street Fighter VI comes out next year. To that, I'm looking for Street Fighter... I'm looking for Street Fighter V games of all types. I just need to play a lot, preferably people who are experienced and can help me learn how to play better. But I'm happy to play some people who are fresh and starting out. I'm a top 10% platform fighter player and generally just like playing competitive multiplayer games. So if you want to throw down in anything, hit me up. Steam ID. LOL. Losers.com dc i'm a top 10
1: percent platform fighter player i don't
0: know what that means but it sounds good is that good sounds good oh
1: i guess i think he's saying that he's like platform fighter meaning like smash uh,
0: okay and I think. he's asking for like traditional traditional yeah, okay yeah, that yeah,
1: makes yeah. sense that's like
2: cool if you're top 10 like uh, percent like you're great. Be, yeah
0: yeah hell yeah so that makes sense that makes sense yeah, good uh we ask people watching live to go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on YouTube.com slash games and listening on podcast services around the globe. Dance Floor Demon writes in with one I've been seeing a lot. Uh, it's October and you haven't played the KFGD Halloween intro from the new studio. I will full stop you there. Why Chop Barrett on the jib? Do you understand how fucking complicated this is? Do you understand the Herculean fucking effort it took to launch this fucking thing after three goddamn years and the fact that we are still laying the track that the goddamn train is hurtling down?
2: I don't know if it's hurt like we're- You will be
0: fucking lucky (laughs) and blessed by the one true Satan if you get it on Halloween. Lay off of us and give us a goddamn break.
1: That doesn't sound like a Halloween king
0: to me. Wow, yeah. Maybe we ask blessing. Oh, he didn't show up to work today because he's dying (laughs) from all the fucking shit that's been happening here. Your goddamn attitude. He couldn't. And that's the thing. He tried to be king of Halloween. Look, it crushed him. Mm-hmm. Crushed his immune system.
2: It's, he's just saying things at this point now. Tim. Defective
0: Sloth writes into to slash kind of you're wrong and says, Gordy's is the name of Ashley Johnson's character from Tales from the Borderlands. Thank you very much. That was killing me not understanding that. And the nanobiologist says, more info about Silent Hill Ascension. It's going to be a live game. It will happen once. It's not going to be 100% like Until Dawn where you can replay it. Quote, outcomes are set and fans will have a chance to shape Silent Hill canon forever. That sounds a bit ambitious, but I wish you luck. Go get <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's another episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily in the books. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, Tim and Blessing take over this show and deliver one final knockout punch to your face for the week. Uh, if you are watching live, guess what? You're probably going, man, is Gotham Knights really that bad? We're sending in our two boy wonders, Mike Howard and nick scarpino to find out what they think that's gonna be live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games youtube.com slash kind of funny games if you miss it live guess what the archives up on youtube.com slash kind of funny games you can go check it out
1: and we we need to to get this in the rigmarole so we can start saying this but now that we're live on youtube uh for the streams as well that means that everyone watching live this show on youtube once this is over you got to go find that other live link. like we're still live right after this it'll be live so Go pop And over if it there. isn't the
0: the colossal coward oh, himself. He is. What's is this he guy? guy? Eat some pasta. It's 11:03 in the morning. Look at you guys know Turn I don't. I don't pay attention to anything yeah. that you guys are saying. Yeah.
2: I don't like seeing your face and my name come out of your mouth and that little smirk you, you do know, sometimes.
0: He, he doesn't like to see. His face come out of my mouth.
2: I don't like I don't like seeing either of you talking about me on this damn show with that little smirk you do or Nick is gonna try to do so. Oh look, the dog's gonna try to pilot the skateboard. Is that what that's gonna
0: Oh yeah? That's, that what was get, nice kick. that's what you'd get in the ring. You get in the octagon with me, all right? I bring in my video game fighting styles. We go against your jujitsu, we see what happens. Do we have an octagon that I don't know about? <laughs> <laughs> when did we make the octagon? Oh, right here. The octagon will be right here. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been an episode of Kinda Funny Games Daily. Remember, of course. You can support us on patreon.com slash kind of funny. You can be a producer, you get your name right, you can get 38 episodes of bonus content we put up there exclusively. You could just support us and say, Hey, the set's really cool. Why don't I pop you 10 bucks for the month? And I'd say, pop I'll pop out. you right back. Pop, 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 We got to go. They're going to go Twitch stream. They're going to play some Gotham Knights. I think insanity will ensue. But I'm winded again. <laughs> just one job <laughs> one spinning. I don't know how they do it. How does Ryu do it all the time, right? <laughs> uh, but for now, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.